Happy Friday, family. You already know where you are. You have officially tuned in to yet another episode of the Monologue Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Jess Jemiah. Let's go. How y'all doing, man? How y'all doing? So happy to be back. Um, Super's been a kind of crazy last week. Like this last week since last I recorded has been kind of wild, kind of emotionally um, taxing, but we'll get to that. But um, we're going to go ahead and start off the show as we always do with just a little bit of recap of last week's episode, episode seven, Know Yourself. Um, That was a topic that I really enjoyed. I actually got a lot of feedback Uh, People were texting me like, girl, I feel you and tweeting me and stuff. So shout out to y'all who resonated with that. I always love when I can pick um, topics for the jam session that you guys really um, relate to. So, you know, we just talked about one, taking the time to truly do a self-analysis, be analytical of yourself to discover the kind of person you are. That's a reoccurring theme with things that I talk about. You have to know yourself before you can enact any kind of change in the world and in people and in how people treat you. You have to know yourself. So first and foremost, getting to know yourself. And then once you get to that point that you know who you are, not allowing people to speak things on you that just aren't true or to speak negativity negativity into your life when you know that you are putting forth the effort to be positive and to be a good person no matter who the person is don't allow people that agency to tell you who you are if you know you've done the work and are continuing to do the work to know who you are um so just the power that that power and being confident in yourself and not being afraid to speak up and be like actually just because i'm not who you want me to me to be does not make me a bad person it does not make me wrong it just makes us collectively not right maybe maybe we're wrong as you know what i mean as a cup as a group as a relationship as a friendship maybe this isn't what it should be but that doesn't mean that you get to demean me as a person because i am not who you want me to be i'm not the convenient version of myself for you so that's what we talked about episode seven that's definitely an episode that i'm going to be going back to and listen to because um i enjoyed it so I, that that's one that i would for sure bookmark with um that jam session so i'm glad that you guys enjoyed that okay so this week grinding in the trenches uh, my spotlight is going to actually be some of my buddies some of my friends um this past week the MFA students here at the University of Iowa, the MFA theater um, art students. This is their last semester, class of 2018. Um, their last semester, I have a lot of friends um, in this grad class. Shout out to Randrick, shout out to Tempest, shout out to Amelia, shout out to Elise. Um, you know, everybody's in a great class of actors, super talented, and I'm super proud of all of them. And they had their um, senior showcase in Chicago last week and then they'll be going to New York I think next week or coming up here in the next couple weeks doing their senior showcase getting their faces out there in front of people who potentially can give them work once they graduate Um, and so I really just wanted to shout them out because they've been grinding I've been here I've watched them their entire three years since they got in grad school Um, being in grad school is hard in general being an art student in grad school is particularly hard being an academic artist is hard because 
it's hard to be taught self-expression. It's hard to, hard to be taught how to express yourself. And you have to learn how to balance that with how you just organically feel and what your intentions are like how your impulses you have to balance your impulses with what you're being taught and applying what you're being taught and it's a hard feat and so I've watched them all grow so much they're some of my favorite actors um I envy them not envy them but you know what I mean I look up to them because I'm not going to grad school I'm just not I, I, I make that statement and maybe one day this will come back to bite me in the butt but I will go on record saying that on March 8th, 2018, at this point in my life, I don't see myself going to grad school. Definitely not for theater again. So just shout out to them because they work really hard. And um, it takes a lot to be an art student. It takes a lot of time, dedication, devotion, a, a lot. It's very emotional. You have to constantly be so in tune with yourself and other people. And I've just watched them do that. And it's so amazing to see everything just come full circle. And they're all just wrapping up. This is their last semester super proud of all of you guys and i hope showcase in chicago was amazing i know you guys blew them all out of the water so that's my grind in the trenches i just want to spotlight my family my creative family i love them they support me to make it they support creative jellies they support everything i do and so i just want to send some love and positivity um and prayers of success towards them because they truly do work really hard so shout out to y'all all right, and here we are. Let's just go ahead, park it in petty land. Um, <laughs> this week's petty portion, actually, it it's like more of like a is this petty type of thing because it's me. Like, I'm the petty one. I'm the petty one. And I just want to know if I'm really being petty or is like, are we universally petty in this way or is this just a Jemiah thing? So here's the deal. So Thursdays are my day off. Um, that is the day that I record. Um, this podcast is the day I get all my errands done if I have errands or it's the day that I just catch up on rest and don't move all day and like eat tuna out the pack and you know what I mean and just be a bum right but Thursdays are like my day that's kind of the day that I try not to schedule a whole bunch of things and meetings and I just want to take that personal time to do whatever it is I want to do and if that means it's a meeting or whatever it's cool but it's just my day so far it's my work schedule it's my off day and so these past couple of weeks, like I've been so tired that by the time I get to Thursday, it's towards the end of the week. So by the time I get to my off day, I'm like pooped, like I'm exhausted. And I just don't be feeling like getting presentable because at the end of the day, like I said, it's my day. I have no plans on seeing anyone or doing anything special. So I have no reason to get dressed and pressed for anyone. And so what I was wondering, I feel like, I don't know if it's a me thing, but I think it's petty. Like, I live in Iowa, and um, there's all of 17 black people in Iowa, and I'm pretty sure I know, like, a solid 11 of them, okay? And so there is no pressure for me to, like, dress, to impress, or look any certain way at all. You know, you know, as black folks, we don't, like, we, like, we, we dress for each other. Like, we get ourselves together and presentable for each other because you ain't trying to get clowned. You're trying to, you know what I mean? You're trying to make sure you ain't out here looking raggedy, looking bogus. So you're going to put some clothes on. Like, if I was back home in Chicago and this was my off day and I had to run errands or something, like, i put on something. Like, get a little pair of leggings, a nice little hoodie, do the little sporty, chic, athleisure type deal. Cool, because I still want to look presentable because... You ain't trying to be like you just in front of one another, in front of other black people. You're not trying to be out here looking bogus because we know what right look like. And we know when somebody out here looking bogus. <laughs> but when I'm in Iowa, 
there's like no fucks given, like at all. Like I be out here with Mitch Mac socks, an ankle sock and a tube sock on. I be out here with sweatpants with the bleach stain, a hoodie with the sleeves that's too short. I probably ain't touched my head in a solid 36 hours. Like whatever the hair looked like yesterday, I hardly went to bed with it on it. Woke up looking crazy, you know what I mean? Just crusty in the face, clean. But crusty as in like dry. I ain't put no extra moisturizer. Like anybody who knows me knows that I already don't put on lotion on the regular. Like if there's not a need to put on lotion, nine times out of ten, I ain't putting on no lotion. Period. Like it takes too much time and I'm just lazy in that way. Like if it don't show, it don't glow. Period. So <laughs> don't y'all judge me because I know I'm not the only one. But what I'm trying to say is that when I spend my Thursdays, I literally like go outside. If I got to go do something, I put on whatever I could put my hands on and walk out the door. And so what's petty is though, even though I'm in Iowa and I don't care, it's like if I go somewhere and I then encounter a black person, I feel shamed. Like I feel like I'm embarrassing the community. Like I feel like, for example, last Thursday, I didn't do anything. Like I was in the bed all day literally like I probably didn't get out of my bed until like one o'clock and didn't leave my house probably till about three or four and the only reason I left is because I was hungry and I definitely didn't feel like cooking anything so I said you know what I'm gonna mosey on down to Panera but of course I'm gonna hit the drive-thru because I'm not trying I'm out here so I go through the drive-thru and when I get up to the <laughs> when I get up to the window I kid you not a black dude took my money and stuff and as soon as he walked away I was like oh my god I'm ashamed. Like, I let one of my own see me like this. Like, this is not what we do. Like, I was literally embarrassed. I'm just sitting in the car, like, as soon as he walk away, I'm, like, in the rearview mirror trying to, like, brush my eyebrows to go all in the same direction and shit, trying to make sure I ain't got, you know what I mean, no crust the dust anywhere, you know what I mean? Because I didn't get, like, I literally just hopped out the bed, hopped out the house. I mean, I was clean and everything, but I just hopped out the bed, go get me some, you know, I was coming right back. But once I realized it was a black dude who was handling my order, I just felt like I needed to get my shit together. Like, damn, we can't be out. Like, I knew, like, in his eyes, it was just like, sis, you out here bad. Like, come on. Like, I felt like I hurt his soul being out here looking trash like that. And I was like, damn, man. And even it happened today. I was in Sprint, which Sprint is trash. Um, PSA, Sprint is trash. I'm so sick of Sprint. But I was in Sprint today getting a new phone and, you know, I was all good. I got on, like, whatever, sweatpants, my hair just looking all types of crazy. I ain't did nothing to it. I'm just looking like I just rolled out the bed, which, I mean, hey, whatever. And I walk in there, and it was this white dude at the counter. I'm like, okay, cool. And I've been there for, like, three minutes, and a black guy come from the back who also worked there. And I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I'm doing this again. Like, I'm just out here looking like trash in front of the community. Like, I'm embarrassing the community. I can't be out here representing Wakanda forever looking like Wananda. Like, what kind of mess is that? So I don't know if that's petty. I don't know if that's a, a me thing or is that like a universal thing? Like, I don't know. Do anybody else get like self-conscious when you're around other black people? Honestly, that's why I couldn't go to an HBCU. Because I couldn't be outside waking up every day with a full outfit on, full face, hair, edges laid every day, fresh shoes. Like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I came somewhere where I could literally wear sweatpants to any occasion and it'll damn near be acceptable. Like, that's the kind of life that I lead and I love. 
I couldn't go to an HBCU and be treated and then just automatically I'm one of the lames, I'm one of the goofies just because I don't want to get dressed every day. I will not be, I, I, I just was not going to subject myself to that kind of treatment. But yet and still, even in Iowa, when I come across a black person and I feel like I'm not on my P's and Q's, I just really feel like I let our ancestors down. I feel like Martin Luther King in his grave, like this is not what I died for, like says you out here back. I don't know, man. That's just me. So I don't know. I think it's kind of petty, but at the same time, I think it's real. And I don't think I'm the only one who think like that. So if you identify with that, let me know. Like, I'm curious to know if someone, if anyone else has ever had that thought, went through that thought process by how you present yourself in front of black people versus in front of other ethnicities. Because we also know we eride each other. Like, even if I'm not going to say nothing, if I see somebody who outside looking trash, like, they probably know, in my man, in my mind, I'm baking your ass. Like, right now, I'm heating your ass 100%. I don't want to be mentally baked. That's all. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Whatever. Don't judge me. We're going to move on. <laughs> we are back, and um, we're going to go ahead and hop into this week's jam session and this week's jam session is um basically we're going to talk about not getting lost in the dream like what it means to get stuck in the dream so what i mean by that is that okay just a little context lately i've been feeling a little uninspired me being an artist and a creative um I usually got a thousand ideas just bouncing around in my head, little projects and things that I want to do. And I just always kind of have, I'm used to having this energy about myself. I just wanted to create, just wanted to do, just wanted to experience, right? But lately it's like, I haven't been feeling very inspired and it's not like I haven't been doing anything. Like I, I'm always busy. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm always doing something, but it's like the way that I've been spending my time lately, I just feel like it's not it's not satisfying me it's not fulfilling me in like a creative way and this isn't just for creatives but you know when you just going through the motions every day and you're just like oh like every day you can already expect the same you know what's gonna happen you're gonna wake up do this do that do that go home go to bed that's how i've been feeling lately and so it had it got me to thinking like man I know that I'm still out here chasing my dreams. I know that everything I'm doing is still going to put me in a better position than I was in the day before to achieve my dreams. But yet and still, I feel so unfulfilled. Like, that's just these last couple of weeks. I just feel just, like, empty. You know what I mean? Especially, also, these last couple of weeks have been particularly draining with me emotionally. Um, I've been, in, you know, having to have some tough conversations and in some tough situations personally with you know, people in my life who I care about, and it's just all kind of coming at one time. Um, and so I've been very just like emotionally drained. And I just feel empty, just kind of like worn out, don't want to deal with anything or anybody because I've kind of allowed some situations that are kind of negative. Um, I've allowed them to make me retreat and withdraw into myself. And so my like you know what I mean? My sensors to to receive and pick up on inspiration and just accept and vibe with other people, I feel like I've kind of been shut down as of late because I'm just, I've been um, so into my head and so in myself trying to like figure things out that I haven't really been looking outward. And it has me just very uninspired. Um, I won't say I'm not motivated because I'm still 
getting up and getting stuff done, but I'm just not inspired. And inspiration and motivation are two different things, right? Motivation is just the willingness and having the um, energy and and just feeling like doing something, like waking up and having the, the mind to get something done. Whereas inspiration is being influenced and inspiration are things that um, feed into you that help to create and cultivate what it is you want to put out to the world, what it is that you are motivated to do. You have to be inspired by something and be inspired to do something and then motivated to execute it, right? And so I just haven't been very inspired lately. And so um, so I was thinking these past couple of days, like, what is that about? What does that look like? And I think sometimes we get caught up in the dream. We get caught up so much in the work and we are told that we have to grind, 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 like the grind don't stop. And we get so caught up in grinding that we forget to simply live, right? Um, and I was watching an Issa Rae interview on YouTube because that's kind of what I do in my spare time. I watch interviews with some of my favorite people. And she was talking about how she had to realize like she couldn't, she didn't want to put too much on her plate and do two or three things and do all these multiple shows and stuff at one time because she still, and I'm paraphrasing of course, but she still wanted to allow herself time to live and experience so she can have things to draw from. Now she's a writer, so that's very important. Like you have to have experiences and memories to draw from in order to create. So especially for us creatives, sometimes it's we, we hurt ourselves more than we help ourselves by being so dedicated to the grind and to the hustle that we don't step back sometimes and just live to allow ourselves to be inspired and to allow ourselves to be stimulated, right? So, um, you know, there's a side of me that really likes to kind of go into my shell, go into my hole and just really like think very deeply and become very observant and just kind of like understand and analyze everything and break everything down to its core um and then I gotta like just dump all of that out and kind of sift through and then once I do that then I have to be stimulated so that I can then take the information that I've gathered and mold it into something beautiful and mold it into something that I can share with others right um, and I think too often we kind of skip that stimulation step, that last step of just going out and experience things and, and creating new moments and memories so that you have something to draw off of. Because, of course, for all of us who are 20-somethings, adults and in the 20-somethings, we are so scared that we're going to miss out. We are so scared, and not even 20s, but also 30s and stuff. We're so scared that our clock is just ticking, 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 and at any day it's just like boom, boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> I feel like we literally are scared that like, oh my gosh, if I don't have this done by tomorrow, I literally am going to be a bum. Like I lit, like I'm going to blink and I'm going to be homeless on the street begging for money. Like that's, I feel like that's our idea. Like if I don't have my whole life figured out at 22, by tomorrow, I'm going to be living under a bridge begging for money. That's how dramatic we are sometimes. And we put this pressure on ourselves like, as long as I'm staying busy, as long as I'm staying busy, then I'm being productive. And then, you know what I mean? Everything I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm grinding, I'm grinding, I'm grinding. And we, we rarely, I feel like take the step back to just experience life, just experience life. Um, one things, um, one of my professors, when I was in school, she, um, had us reading this book called the artist's way. 
And in this book, um, they talk about taking yourself on an artist date, right? And that's something that I have been kind of carrying on since I took this course, taking myself on an artist date. And basically what an artist date is, it's a date you take yourself on. And you just spend time being stimulated. You just spend time just being immersed into the world and into your environment and into the atmosphere around you. Oftentimes for me, what it looked like, it might mean when I was on campus, taking a walk around campus, just taking a stroll or more times than not taking myself out to eat, but challenging myself not to be on my phone and not to listen to music, like not to just have my headphones out in. So I'm just kind of like, idly existing, but to actually exist and engage in the space that I was in. So I'd go to a restaurant, I'd sit on a patio, because I love patios, if it's nice, sit on a patio, and maybe just kind of people watch, or start a conversation with somebody who was sitting next to me, nine times out of ten, someone I walked by who I knew, and would spark up a conversation, or I just watch people and observe, and I see something funny, and I would just be stimulating myself with new experiences, new observations and things like that to inspire me, new things to inspire me. And I would do that. And that's something that I've kind of been lacking in lately because I've been so focused on, you know, my new job. I work all day. Um, And so I haven't really got that work-life balance down yet and how I can spend all day at work and still come home and devote some time to myself and to my brand and to the things that I'm trying to create to my content and not just hit the bed, right? Because that takes a whole nother level of discipline. But I just really, I got to find that balance again and find those ways again to really just connect. Because I think we don't realize how much of our time we spend disconnected from people. That doesn't mean you're not talking and engaging with people, but when is the last time you've really just sat down and connected with people and just had like a good conversation that changed you? And I don't mean like changed your life, but literally like you had a conversation. It's like, wow, I learned something new from you or wow, I really got so like I can remember It's two weeks later and I still can remember that entire conversation because I was so engaged. I remember the exact joke you cracked and things like that. Um, We don't, I feel like we don't do that, especially as young people, especially for us who are working and into, you know, freshly in the work. We want to give our whole life over to our job because, of course, we feel like we have something to prove because we're the young people and we feel like we're the underdog and we want to prove to everyone that we can handle it. We can handle it. Um, or even if you're still in school, especially you're like, uh, nothing matters outside of the library, outside of this degree. I can't do anything else. You know what I mean? And so I don't know. It's so easy to get stuck in the grind and stuck in the dream that you forget to just live. Right. You forget to just experience life, experience people, create new moments, create new memories And before you know it, it's been a month, two months, six months, a year. And you're like, I'm just so dissatisfied with my life. And I have all the things I've been working. I'm getting the paychecks. You know, I bought this and I bought that. But I just feel empty and just not satisfied. You know what I mean? And when I say, when I say you have to, you know, be inspired, that isn't just for people who are creative. That's not just for people who are artists. That's 
for anyone, anything that you're doing in your life, something, there should be some kind of stimulation that you're getting that's constantly inspiring you, which will in turn motivate you to continue to chase your dream, right? That's your fuel. That's your fuel. The dream is just the vehicle. The dream is the, the dream is just the vehicle that's going to get you to that end goal. The dream is just the car, right? But that inspiration, that inspiration is going to be that fuel, man. That inspiration is going to be what you have to sustain yourself off of so that you can keep going. And anything we know about fuel and gas in the car, it run out and you got to fill up again. And I think that's what's happened to me these last couple of weeks. I've just kind of like, I've ran out of fuel. I think the last thing that I was truly inspired by was Black Panther. Like you guys heard, I talked about Black Panther for like three episodes in a row up until it coming out. I was so excited. Then went to see it. I was so excited. And I, you know, I'm still super excited about it, but perfect example. I was all excited about it, and I was like, oh, I got to see it 5,000 times, and I still have yet to see it a second time because I just ran out, and I started getting more focused with tasks, and I started getting more focused and more um, wrapped up in, like, going to work and coming home and, and, and just going to sleep so I can be more energized for work type deal that I, I, I just... I put being inspired and stimulated and and just kind of like cognitively satisfied on the back burner because I'm like, hey, I got this is what I have to do. You know, my priority is my priority. And there's nothing wrong with that. But every now and again, you got to check in with yourself and be honest with yourself and be like, man, I'm dry. Like, (laughs) basically, that's what it comes down to. Like, damn, I'm dry. as I've been dry as hell these last couple of weeks. Like. And I've seen people, I've went out with people, but me within myself, I still am just like, oh, it's just another thing. Like I'm just in this space physically, but not really actually, I'm not really actually indulging in the world and in the life and the liveliness that is happening around me. Because I'm just really, me personally, trapped in my head. So I can be out somewhere thinking about, five other things to the point where there was no point of me even being in this space because I don't know nothing I'm talking about. I'm not connected with nothing I'm talking about. I'm thinking about something that had to happen yesterday and worrying about something that's going to happen tomorrow. So, yeah, I just thought that was something that, you know, it's just something that's been on my mind. So, of course, when it comes to me, I feel like this is a space that I can share that with you guys and and I, and I, I love sharing that with you guys. So, yeah, don't, I guess to wrap it up, don't be so caught in the grind and in the the task of, of achieving your dream that you don't live your life and allow yourself to experience new things because that's where the growth comes from um, and that's where you learn and that's where you get all that wisdom to continue on your journey, Right? So that you're actually getting where you want to get and not just like kind of aimlessly just existing and just checking the box day by day. So, um, yeah, if that's something that you relate to, let me know. I, I would definitely be interested to, to hear you guys thoughts on that. Um, 
So yeah, that's this week's jam session, y'all. As usual, I always got to plug in the social media down here. If you don't already, follow me personally on Instagram at JustJamaya, J-A-M-A-Y-A, on both Instagram and on Twitter. You can add me on Snapchat, which I act a damn fool, at Juicy underscore Jam. Um, And you can follow Made to Make It, my brand, you know, my lifestyle motivational brand, you can follow that on Instagram at made the number two make it at uh listen Lord you can follow made to make it at made the number two make it underscore on both Instagram and Twitter and you can also um, follow and friend my Facebook page for made to make it at made to make it uh, I would love to have you I'm gonna actually what I want to do is I want to actually start creating um one of those groups on Facebook specifically for the monologue podcast is a space where we can all kind of like share our dialogue and things like that. So be looking forward to that. Um, I got some new things coming for me to make it coming for the spring. If you do follow me on Facebook, you know that I sent out a little pub, um, creative jellies, my monthly open mic that I have been doing since October. Love it so much. Um, I'm just, I'm just kind of, pumping the brakes on it for a little bit because I just want to kind of rebrand Creative Jellies. I have so many ideas and so many things that I want to add to it and I just want it, want it to be right and package it right so that we're all getting something from it um, each and every time. And so for the time being, Creative Jellies is on hold, but I will definitely keep you guys posted on when we'll be revamping and bringing Creative Jellies back. Thank you to everyone who supported it. Here in Iowa City, I love you guys so much. Creative Jellies was like my favorite thing about the month, to be honest. Um, but I'm just being responsible, being a responsible brand manager, I guess, and taking the time to really sit down and look at things so that I can create something even better for you guys and for myself as well. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and that's all I got for you guys this week. I'm going to leave you with our positive affirmation, or this week is actually a quote that I love that was in another book that I studied while I was in school, and it just was in direct alignment with what we're talking about today. And so the quote is, how vain is it to sit down to write when you have not stood up to live? That's by Henry David Thoreau. I love that. And I can't think of a more perfect way to end this episode. So I'll talk to y'all later. See you next Friday. Bye.